This is a special world report with a friend of Medjugorje. That tweet is also enough to impeach the President of the United States. The call for the impeachment of the President. Donald Trump has done things worthy of impeachment. Impeachment is a, quote, real possibility. Because we're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the President. We begin impeachment proceedings now. The actions taken to date by the President have seriously violated the Constitution. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. The president must be held accountable. No one is above the law. As the nation prepare for these historic hearings, our senior national correspondent has more on how we got to this extraordinary moment. We talked about a historic moment, and it is the fate of a president, the judgment of history on the line. What the Socialist Democrats seek to do today is to thwart, to disregard, to repudiate the votes of 60 million Americans in the 2016 elections. Here with dozens of my congressional colleagues underground in the basement of the Capitol, because if behind those doors they intend to overturn the results of an American presidential election. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints.
December 31st, 1985, Our Lady said, Next year is the year of peace, not because men have named it so, but because God has programmed it. You will not have peace to the presidents, but through prayer. So do we write that off? We don't have to worry about the president, impeachment, and the other things that's happening, and the other leaders? Do you not know history? When God makes changes, it's when we make changes in our heart and become moral. Then he gives us the president. It doesn't come to the president. It comes to the people. When they change their hearts, the people, then the president that you need is elected. Many people do not like this president. And they're good people. But they listen to too many lies. And have grown in a mentality to believe in these things. And they hate Trump. They mock him. Do you not recognize in the Old Testament, King Cyrus was raised up to save the Jews? And he was not that? What about New Testament? What about Constantine? He wasn't living a Christian life. And God gave him a sign. And he changed. And you think this president can't do the same thing? We have people writing to us telling us how much they get persecuted just for being for Trump. We need to realize we are at war. Don't make no mistake about it. We are fully engaged with darkness versus the light. And we got a letter that displays this situation. So this is a recent testimony that came into us. And it states, I can't believe how I found your mission. It was through the book, Big Q, Little Q. I told a friend of mine that Trump was inspired by the Holy Spirit and chosen by God during this time, and he just laughed and started to poke fun at me. This friend later got his hands on the book, Big Q, Little Q, and go figure. This friend called me after he read the book and apologized to me about making fun of me and the statements I said about Trump. This book is amazing, and I'm so glad I was introduced to your mission through this book. God bless you for your work and what you all do. A caller from Minnesota. Our lady said November 2nd, 2013. Love the Heavenly Father above everything. When you love Him, you will love yourself and your neighbor. This cannot be separated. We can win over these people. We're commissioned as apostles to do so. And this letter displays, they held their ground. They didn't back down and apologize. Well, I understand your position. No, there's only one position. You need to recognize what God does when he does what he does. I was recently traveling, and sometimes I go in the bookstore at the airport. I found a book called Abraham Lincoln's Daily Treasure. And it's just daily thoughts and how he did things, and why he was beloved by so many people. He had a Union general who took a misstep, and Lincoln began to mistrust him. He didn't trust his judgments, but he realized his motives were pure. So he talked to the situation of this general, and as a result of that, he came to understand that this man led an honest life. 
So we have many good people having their own positions. Just like this person read the Q book, the other one mocked them, they got the Q book, and they came to that way. We have to lead people to the light. Our Lady is here for this purpose. That's our messages. Abraham Lincoln went in explaining about this man, and he paraphrased the Bible, saying, An evil tree cannot produce good fruit. Trump has produced tremendous fruit if you want to look at it and you want to be honest and research it. We did a newsletter recently in the last couple of months listing everything, and it's an incredible achievement. But you say many leaders are bad, so they just happen to get there. I've already mentioned Cyrus and Constantine. Well, what about Hitler? Hitler came along because the people's morals was not what they were supposed to be, and it was predicted in Fatima. And he said, if man does not cease offending God, a greater and larger war would break out in the pontificate of Pope Pius XI. It's a pure prophecy. What happened? God raised up Hitler. You say, oh, he's not going to raise up somebody like Hitler. No, our sins did that. He allowed Hitler to come to power. God acts that way and corresponds what the fruit of our sins are. And World War II broke out. You can't get any more clearer than that. Some people say Trump is bad. Really? How blind can you be? It's so clear. People are holding on to the scruples. They're looking for a saint. Constantine was not a saint when he saw the cross in the sky. Cyrus was not a saint. God doesn't always raise up saints and use them to change history. What about the message already quoted? You will not have peace to the presidents, but through prayer. Our Lady has raised up since June 24th, 1981. Millions and millions of people to be praying, which has resulted in the billions of prayers that now we got a president. We need to get a saint. He wasn't elected for a saint. He was elected to be tough and strong. How do you impeach a president who was duly elected by the people except by usurpation? And this is evil. This is treason. Don't you recognize that? We have 100 letters to one who's against Trump or because of something we tie in about something about the messages. You can't use the messages that way. Then you don't understand the messages. When the world changed, it will be through the leaders of the world and it's preceded by the people's holiness and going toward morality. We got Trump for that. And if you can't recognize that, you have bad discernment. And I don't need your letters to correct me on this. I know it's true. I see it. How do we know? Because a lady said in Medjugorje, it does not suffice to pray. You must change your life, your heart. Love the others. Have love for others. Love what you do and always think about Jesus. And here comes the grand finale of the message of the point I'm making. And you will understand what is good and what is bad. We have people seeing good as bad. A lot of bad discernment. They're disconnected. They don't understand the situation in the moment we're in. August 25th, 1991, Our Lady says, With your help, everything I wanted to realize through the secrets I begin in Fatima may be fulfilled. And what does she say from there? I call you. We remember the commercials years ago. 
Uncle Sam wants you. You're being drafted. It was the motto for the military to recruit people. And here it is, that lady says, August 25th, 91, I call you. She's drafting you for what? I call you to understand now. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, now. I call you to understand now the importance of my coming and the seriousness of the situation. Don't you see in Washington what is happening? Full-fledged war. Alady continues in this 91 message about Fatima. Pray that all I have started may be completely realized in its fullness. You better take this seriously. You better take what's happening in Washington that the devil wants this man out of office. And there's no justification. There's no charges. Nothing is there. And yet, our lady says in this Fatima messages, I desire to save all souls and to present them to God. We're in a fight. The intro talked about Ephesians 6. Be strong in the Lord. Mighty is his power. Put on the full armor of God. Well, our lady's not talking really about that. This is another time. No, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, nor is it against the rulers or not against the authorities. It's against the powers of darkness. The world is being ruled by darkness. There are spiritual forces in the heavenly realm and the evil realm. And it continued and say, put on the full armor of God. So when the days of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. So how are we going to win this if we stand our ground? Abraham Lincoln knew the secret to winning. He knew the sure way to victory anytime and anywhere. He says, we shall not fail. If we stand firm, we shall not fail. So Lincoln's secret was just stand firm. He didn't back down. He stood his ground. There was no quitting with Abraham Lincoln. Our ladies encouraged us the same way. Many people quit too early, and they give up in the face of failure. Our ladies encouraging us, now's the time to be serious in the situation we find ourselves in. There are people that's gone to Medjugorje, forgot about it, left it, because they didn't persevere. Everything I is teaching us through the messages is to stand your ground. And so it's simple for Lincoln. Just stay there. He relayed that many people would have won if they would just have waited a little longer, staying on the position. Lincoln believed winning in life takes just a little more patience and enduring. You have to be the last man standing. So how do you deal with these things, with patience what's happening in our nation and our world today, when Lincoln's talking about more patience and enduring? Our lady says October 2nd, 2010. A message is incredible. What does our lady tell us is the means against sin? Because that's what this is about. She says, by your crosses be your means in the battle against sins of the present times. God is clearly through Scripture saying, stand your ground, be firm. We know God speaks to us through nature. Our lady's birthing something for the conversion of the world. And people have gone through Medjugorje, have gotten tired, slack, gone backwards, or don't even pay any attention anymore. This was childbirth. They teach in the classes for natural birth that many people give up at the pinnacle of the pain. If they had just held on, 
stood their ground just a couple more minutes, they would give birth. All our children was birthed naturally. There was one point of one of my sons, Joshua, where my wife was giving up because it was so painful, so difficult. She couldn't go through it. I was coaching. Even the doctor was telling her what to do. He shut up. I was coaching her and encouraging her, and he was birthed natural. Our said, as I bore Jesus in my womb, I will bear you into holiness. It will be struggle. Ephesians says, for the struggle is not against flesh and blood. We have to adopt the messages. We have to understand these things, what our lady is saying to us. The message, may your crosses be the means in the battle against sins of this present time. So what does our lady say about the weapon in this present time? What is it? She says, may your weapon be patient and boundless love. That's what Lincoln said. He said, patient and enduring. That's how you win. And that's not all he said. He said, a little more patient and enduring. So what are he's birthing, the weapon, she tells us that October 2nd, 2010, may your weapon be patience and boundless love, a love that knows to wait and which will make you capable of recognizing God's signs. Not sign, but S-I-G-N-S, signs. She continues, that your life, you may show the truth to all those who seek it in the darkness of lies. And that's exactly what we have around the world today. People are seeking things and they're adopting lies of darkness. You say, oh, well, that's not really accurate. Well, I didn't say that. Our Lady says, show the truth to all those who seek it in the darkness of lies. So evidently, there's people out there are searching and presenting things as truth, which is not truth, but a lie. So that's your discernment. Who's lying? Who's not? So I would say today, we have a crisis of discernment. Now, really, to be better said, we have a great crisis of discernment. Because good people are seeking truth in the darkness of lies. And that's our lady's words. Donald Trump Jr., the president's son, obviously is wealthy. But he says the black tie in New York parties is not his things. He don't go to those things. He goes hunting. He's with the blue collar. That's how he sees himself. I remember him saying when his dad was running for president that my father is a blue collar billionaire. And so Don Jr. says the same thing. Trump Jr. just wrote a book, and he's talking about the people that he hangs around with. Some of them say, I can't vote for your dad. My grandpa would roll in the grave if I voted Republican. And this is the mentality we need to attack. Because your grandpa, what he believed, is not what the Democrats believe now. It's a different party. It's been taken over. They become demonic crats. It is evil. And we have to show these people that what you may be thinking from your generations, well, my daddy did this, my grandpa did this, they would never vote and never be for the things that the Democrats are today. And that's why he's here, to enlighten us, to educate us, telling us to show the truth with your life, those who are seeking it in the darkness of lies. That's in his book. That's how Donald Trump Jr. responds back to these people. And a light goes off in him. 
And if they can do that on a situation like that, why can't you do it to the messages? A lady wants you to do this. This is your job. A lady came to Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. We're the most biblical place in the whole nation. There is no place more biblical-minded. That was done by a Pew Research study. You think that happens on its own? Or is it because a lady appeared here in the family, in the bedroom, in the field by the tree, representing a nation? Families are making up nations. Our Lady said, October 2nd, 2011, Do not give in to temptations that want to separate you from God the Father. Most grandpas think what the Republican platform stands for, because not all the Republicans are good. But if they back their platform, which is good, then they're good. Our Lady continues on this, don't give in to this temptation, because... He wants to separate you from God the Father or your grandpa, what he believed in and the morals he had. And he continues, says, pray, do not attempt to have families and societies without him. That is incredible. Our lady's recognizing that society is putting forth the idea to have families separate from God. In other words, what is God? I'll tell you what our lady said God is. God is truth. He exists. That's her words. So our lady comes to Birmingham, Alabama, appear on the beds about the family. Everything is tied to that. And everything is tied to the higher moral life that we had preceding this age that we're in in the present. That puts us in a very serious situation, which is our lady's words. And much of the things we're experiencing wouldn't happen if Grandpa didn't die. So don't let his values and his principles die in your heart. I wish girls you love never gave back diamond rings. I wish every porch had a swing. Wish kids still learn to say, sir and ma'am. Had to shake a hand I wish every state had a Birmingham I wish everybody knew all the words to Mama tried I wish Monday mornings felt just like Friday nights And I wish even cars had truck beds And every road was named Copperhead I wish the price of gas was low and cotton was high And I wish grandpa's never died I wish Sundays on a creek bank would never end Wish I could learn to drive again Wish everybody overseas was gonna make it home I wish country music still got played on country radio And I wish even cars had truck beds And every road was named Copperhead And I wish the price of gas was low and cotton was high
guy's soul And I wish even cars had truck beds And every road was named Copperhead I wish the price of gas was low And cotton was high And I wish grandpa's never died Grandpa's never died Ali spoke about the dreams of your fathers Not just our founding fathers But even just two or three generations ago We're all following the beaten path Everybody's on the same path They do what the neighbor does The culture What the message quoted before the song wants to separate you from God. It is attempting to have families and societies without God. And it's achieving that. We have to get off the path. One thing Lincoln was about was unique. He said, quote, Towering geniuses disdains a beaten path. In other words, if you're a genius and you're great, you don't go along the beaten path. Our lady is showing us very clearly how to get off the path that the culture is trying to bring the families. And through our messages, show us the correct path. I can say, I didn't have a map for the path. I had to cut through a jungle to make the life and living of the messages that our lady was showing me here. Abraham Lincoln was a frontiersman. He worked hard. His life was extraordinarily successful. He believed you had to make a new way, in other words, a path to find a new place. And this is exactly what our lady is showing us. And it's separation, separating from these things that the world is offering to us to bring about unity. We have to step away from people to be light to those in darkness to make them come over to our side. Lincoln was unique. He was unpredictable because the way he approached life, he wasn't following everybody else. And that's what Our Lady is trying to show, to follow her, not the culture, not the way that it pulls us. Mary's plan is the most gain can be achieved for the path for conversion for the most people to convert to Christianity. If you combine all efforts, everything under the sun, all spiritual projects, evangelization programs, all these renewed programs, all those things the church comes up and all the other denominations come up with, all together throughout the whole world, nothing comes close to what Our Lady's messages and what Medjugorje's propagation can do to bring people back to God. It is the plan. All your prayers, all your labors, all your sacrifices, all financial efforts must be put in the collection basket of Medjugorje. Why would you want to invest in anything that's going to be less investment? I'm telling you, there's nothing more important to support because Our Lady has made it clear. I've said it many times, June 25th, 2007, that Our Lady said, God desires the conversion of the entire world. That's what she's here for. And you're spending money on other things? I've heard a priest says, if you're not getting food from your parish, don't put any money into the envelope. Put it where you know it's going to do the most good. Everything else is inefficient side by side with Medjugorje. And in fact, you can't even put anything side by side 
because this is the plan of God. This is the plan of Our Lady, who says, I am the queen of peace. Medjugorje is the harvest. It has been planting since 1981, and it is growing a great crop, and great will be the fruit. Nothing else is more important than Medjugorje, and everybody will see that in the future. Richard Etchens was in the North Tower on 9-11, and he said, The whole morning seemed like one calamity, biblical-level calamity after another. An hour before, I was eating a bagel, reading the newspaper, and worrying about the country club food, and now I'm in the middle of some biblical devastation. That's what's going to happen in The Three Secrets. In a blink of an eye, everything will change for you. The more change you make now, the greater will be your ability to adapt what's coming. We wish you our lady. We love you. Good night. <laughs>